bless Jesus Christ for his wonderful mercies that are always new every morning. I want to appreciate those that are following in even right now that the Lord is so faithful. The Lord is so precious. The Lord is so wonderful. Thank you for tuning in always and always. This is our wonderful program whereby we are in this what we call the freedom streams whereby we experience Christ through his word. Uh, in this wonderful teaching ministry, I want to take you in details. I want you to enjoy the word of God. I want you to understand Christ. I want you to see Christ as your life and as your light, as your grace and your truth so that you experience other Christ that we are talking about. This is Pastor Dennis Matov Odell from Kampala, Uganda. The church is called Freedom Experience Ministry. It is a ministry that is increasing and growing in the name of Jesus and we are doing the work uh, of teaching and prophesying. We believe in the apostolic. We believe in every fivefold gifts and we are so vibrant for Christ. We trust that Lord is going to entrust us with the match. So I want to take you even uh, in our continuation. This is our third episode on the wonderful teaching about experiencing God. Uh, God is eternal purpose. God is eternal plan. God is economy in the entire Bible, especially in the New Testament. That's why we are specializing that we are experiencing God's plan in the New Testament is that the New Testament is fulfilling the Old Testament. So we are picking some seeds in the Old Testament and I'm explaining to you their fulfillment in the New Testament so so that you may see that God is a God of plan. We have gone through several um, uh, introduction teachings about this wonderful plan of God. We have seen God is plan, God is purpose, God is intention. God is dispensing. We have seen that uh, there is a relationship between the Old, the Old Testament and the New Testament. And now we have seen that there are some seeds that we are sown in the book of uh, Genesis and they have been progressively developing even throughout the entire Bible to the book of Revelation where we believe that that's going to be the reaping of whatever God sown in the book of Genesis. So we see that God is a God of plan and we have been asking ourselves questions and answering them because when we pose questions they help us to have a drive and a flow from the scriptures. So the other time we last posed our question was that uh, how does um, we are talking about uh, answering this question that was talking about um, how does uh, God dispense himself to man and mingled mingles himself with man. We also saw that uh, God is still through the New Testament fulfilling of the Old Testament. Then we saw that there are seeds that are sown, that are developing and progressively revealing themselves in the uh, books uh, from Genesis to Revelation. So we want also to come to such another wonderful question that says what was sown as a seed in the Old Testament because we have seen in the Old Testament seeds were sown we are now asking ourselves a question what kind of seeds what seed was that what seed was sown in the Old Testament because we will not say that God planted anything it felt like when he planted some seeds in Genesis what was uh, specifically what seed was that we will not say seeds, uh, but now we are we are focusing on the seed, the main seed. 
we see planted in Genesis and we see it uh, progressing, progressing uh, even throughout the entire Bible. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, when we go back to the book of Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, we see that Christ is the seed that is sown in the Old Testament and is developing throughout the scriptures. So, when we see Genesis 3.16, I want to read for us that verse because it is our first verse and I always want to read the beginning verses of scriptures. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 3, verses 15, remember man had fallen and God had intervened to, to, to judge what had taken place. But in God's judgment, uh, he comes to Genesis 3.15 and says, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed, it shall bruise at thy head, and you shall bruise his heel. In other words, God spoke something that was the first prophecy, and also there was a planting of a seed. Jesus, God talks about a seed of a woman in Genesis 3.15. And he says that this seed... Uh, uh, when man had fallen uh, that is the seed of a woman is Christ and uh, this Christ would come to crush the head of the serpent. Now the Bible goes on to reveal that this seed uh, this seed is developed into the seed of Abraham. Remember God comes in Genesis 12, he picks Abraham he says unto your seed will I give this land and if we are like shallow and if we are superficial, we will think that a seed here is typically Isaac, but it was not. But there was a type of a seed, which is Isaac. A seed of Isaac was a type typifying Christ as the seed. There was also a seed of Jacob that came from Isaac. The seed of, of, of Jacob was also a type of Christ, the seed. That's why we talk about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Because the seed began to progress, to progress and to develop through that lineage. Hallelujah. So, in the book of Isaiah, we see that the further development of the seed. And now, that which we last knew about as the seed of Jacob, we hear another prophecy that was in Isaiah chapter 7 saying that one born of a virgin and will be called Emmanuel, the mighty God, the everlasting father. Isaiah 7 14 Isaiah 9 verse 6 We see that by the time we come in the New Testament the seed sown in the Old Testament has now produced many grains and these grains will become a harvest reaped in the book of Revelation. So from this we see that the New Testament is developed and reaping and is, rip, is being ripped and the reaping of every Christ sown in the Old Testament has developed throughout the books of the Bible and reaped as a harvest in the last book of the New Testament which is the book of Revelation. So I wanted you to first see where this plan began from in the scriptures. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, you will see that the completion of the divine revelation is going to happen and the, the Bible has spoken about that completion of that divine revelation. In the New Testament, we see that that which was promised uh, is, is completed as the divine revelation. When you read Colossians 1.25, Paul says that 
I became a minister according to the stewardship of God which was given to me for you complete the word of God. Now in Colossians we see that Paul is introducing something new that most of the Bible reader would, readers would urge you upon because Paul says in verse 25 that he became a minister according to the stewardship of God. Here stewardship is the dispensation of God or the administration of God. He says he was given a ministry. He says the ministry is given to me. What ministry? That I may complete the word of God. Now when Paul uses the word complete the word of God it was as if the word was not complete by the time Jesus left the earth. And Paul is true in a certain uh, a certain way in that his revelation completed a lot of uh, written scriptures that we would not understand if Paul's revelation was not added on. Praise the name of Jesus. So he came to complete some the word of God. That's why he says, I have been called to complete the word of God. Meaning that the word of God is the divine revelation. And this was not completed before the New Testament. You can't stick with the Old Testament and you think you have completed, you have the complete revelation. No. The completion of the divine revelation continues in the New Testament until revelation. You cannot say that I'm sticking unto the Gospels and you don't go for the episodes. You will miss out and you miss big. Praise the name of Jesus. So, in the New Testament the apostles, especially Paul, they came to complete the word of God. That's why Jesus could tell them that you have a lot of things to do. You are going to be my witnesses. All the things you have seen and the things you have heard. It says you shall be my witnesses. So they came to complete whatever was not complete. So this word of God in, 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 the, ministry, in the mystery of God is the Christ. And in the mystery of Christ, this is what we call the church. So when you come to the word of God, which is to be completed, word of God which is to be completed what is to be completed there is the mystery of God the mystery of God is Jesus Christ but when you come to Christ you find another mystery of Christ what is the mystery of Christ it is the church so we see that when we come to this revelation of Christ and the church we will come to the full revelation of God's plan this is what this was Paul's ministry Paul spoke the word of God. He spoke of the Old Testament. He preached and even other early, uh, uh, apostles that preached early. And they kept on revealing the word of God. They preached by, the word of God was preached by these early disciples. But when you come to Acts chapter 12 verse 24, I want us to read there. Acts 12 verse 24, the Bible says, are talking about these wonderful ministers when the Lord began. They said that, but the word of God grew and multiplied. See, that means the word of God grows. The word grows and multiplies. The more we speak the word, the more we preach the word, it grows, it multiplies. Remember, Paul says that in the city of Ephesus, so mighty grew the word of God and prevailed. When the word of God prevails, word of God grows, it begins to prevail over negative forces when the word of God grows. And now is the word of God going to grow? The word of God is growing when they are, people like Paul, speaking more of this wonderful word of God 
in a way that is uh, revelative. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, this means that the word of God was not yet complete according to God's plan, according to God's uh, New Testament plan. So, it needed other ministers like Paul to come in for this completion, for this God's revelation to be uh, fulfilled into uh, the believers. So, and that's why Paul says that according to the stewardship of God, that means that Paul became a minister, became a minister of the church to complete the word of God. How about us today? Can we become ministers of God to complete the word of God, to continue to reveal what is in the scriptures, or we are going to do other stuff? So, we will consider that there is always a lack in the body of Christ today it requires men like Paul to come and continue to complete the word of God. That is to, re- to speak out the revelations of Paul, the revelations of the New Testament in a teaching way and to bring them to understanding and, and bring them in light whereby the, 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 the believers would see and understand. Praise the name of Jesus. So in that way, Paul became a minister of the church complete the word of God. So the way Paul completes the word of God is that he throws more light on that which was uh, progressing and the more light he throws brings more growth and development. I hope now you understand. So that became his ministry. So you see that if Paul's ministry was not there, there was going to be a great lack. We, We wouldn't understand the entire plan of God without Paul's episodes. Because word of God was not yet complete. Even the Peters had not seen what uh, much of what Paul had seen. So we thank God for the revelation of Christ that was in the life of Paul. So we see that Paul received the revelation of Christ as the mystery of God. It says in Colossians chapter 2 verses 2, he speaks of the full knowledge, full knowledge of the mystery of God which is Christ. So he says that he wants us to come to the full knowledge of this mystery of God and the mystery is Christ. When you come to his writings in the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verses 4, we see that Paul speaks of the mystery of Christ. Now, we know the mystery of God in Colossians 2, 2 is Christ. Whereas the mystery of Christ in Ephesians 3, 4 is the church. So, now there are two mysteries that Paul has revealed are going to help us to complete the revelation that began in Genesis. We now have Christ and the church. Now that means that every other thing zeros and two two things, Christ and the church. Because of Christ and the church Genesis is written throughout Revelation. I hope you see this as a vision. So Paul was given the revelation concerning the dispensation of God. After getting a revelation that uh, the mystery is Christ and the mystery of Christ is the church, he was also given a revelation concerning a dispensation of God. When you read 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 14, it is a prayer that you always pray. But that was a mystery revealed. It says in 2 Corinthians 13 14, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion or the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. It says, be with your spirits. So, Paul gets another revelation that the triune God is now going to be with us. 
in our spirit. That's why that prayer is mentioned. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the spirit be with you. So meaning that the triune God now is in us in form of grace, love and communion. Hallelujah of the Holy Spirit. So uh, when you read also Ephesians, I want to show you something. In the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14 uh, we might not read through the entire uh, verses but we, you, you, you need to read from chapter 3 verses 14 uh, to 19. Paul says, this is the prayer for spiritual strength. Paul was praying. He says that uh, in verse 14, for this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. It says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love. It says may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, the depth and the height. He's praying. He says in verse 19 and to know love of Christ which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God so he prays such a prayer that we might be filled with all the fullness of God so you see that now there is a progressive progress in the revelation God who has now a seed is now within man living in man something is taking place so the word of God includes that great mystery of Christ and the church and also that this God is now dispensed into us. When we come to Ephesians chapter uh, 5, Ephesians chapter 5 um, verses 32, Paul continues to show us another uh, mystery. He says, talking about the church, Remember, he begins by talking about wives and husband. When it comes to uh, verses 32, it says, okay, let me try to uh, come back to verses 20, uh, 25. 24, we begin with 24. It says that, okay, it says in verses 22, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husband as unto the Lord. He says, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. He says, therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Comes in verse 25, says, husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church. He says, he gave, he gave himself for the church that he might sanctify the church cleanse the church with his the washing of his water by the word you see the word of god has got the cleansing water the water that sanctifies the word of god so with the word of god christ washes the church with the word of god verse 26 says that that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water of the word 27 that he might present the church to himself glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle, or any such thing that, that it should be holy and without blemish. 
28 says that so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loves his wife loves himself. No man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourishes the flesh, cherishes his body, even as the Lord the church. You see, Paul is revealing, is bringing out an image of what the church is to Christ basing on the relationship of a husband and a wife. He comes to verse 30 and says, For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Glory to God. He says that, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery. He comes to verse 32 and says, This is a great mystery. He talks about Christ and the church. He says this is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. When he's talking about the, the, the responsibility of a wife and a husband, he says this is a great mystery, a great mystery that is concerning Christ and the church. Glory to God. So, now, when you come to such a full revelation concerning Christ, you also see that grace is the head. It is the head. All, we are now seeing the several revelations that Paul got that completed the entire uh, seeds of the entire word of God. That's why he says, I was given a ministry to complete the the, the, to complete the, the word of God. Discover that this Christ is the head of the body. When you read Colossians chapter 1 verse 26, I want to read these verses this time for us to see something. Here I need to slow down. 126 says that to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So he got that revelation and that one also completes the church. He reads in verse 27 says that to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles. But when we come to verse 6, 6 26 says that even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generation but now is made manifest to his saint and the mystery is Christ in you a hope of glory so Paul continues to show us the mystery which is Christ but also in the book of uh, Colossians chapter 2 verses 19 Paul shows us another uh, mystery he says that and not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands having nourishment having nourishment ministered and knit together increases with the increase of God Paul here reveals that this Christ has become the head the members of the body should endeavor to hold should hold the, the head so that the, the body by joints and bands begins to have nourishment ministered if we don't hold Christ in our preachings, in our teachings, in our ministry as the head, then the body will not be built up. It will not build itself. You see, the body builds itself by holding Christ as the head. The moment we hold Christ as the head, then we begin to receive supply from Christ. 
the body then to the members of the body that's how god provides the church and the members of the church colossians chapter 3 verses 11 uh, paul continues to tell us in verse 11 of colossians colossians chapter 3 says that where there is neither greek nor jew circumcision nor uncircumcision barbarian or scythian bond nor free but christ is all and Christ is in all. So with these few verses you see that Paul had seen something full revelation concerning this wonderful Christ. He says Christ as is in all, Christ is all things, Christ is in all things. See? So he continues to see that the also that the church is the body of Christ. Hallelujah. So uh, with this I can read uh, Ephesians chapter 3 verses 3. Uh, when Paul says that for you are dead and your life no no that was uh, that was Colossians we are reading Ephesians 3 verses uh, 3 he says Paul uh, in Ephesians we are going to read from verses 3 to 6 I want you to see something Ephesians chapter 3 verse 3 to 6 this is Paul when you read verse 3 he says that uh, um, if you had, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, word, says that how, how that by revelation, He made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote before in a few words. It says, whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Is writing to them. When they read, they should understand his knowledge in the mystery of Christ. He had seen something. He says, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Verse 6 says that, that Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promises in Christ by a gospel. So, he reveals another thing that Gentiles are going to be joined with the Jews to become one man, one new man and the body of Christ. He says it was something for a purpose because God was now extending himself into the Gentiles so that he blesses every every a seed of, on, upon the earth would be blessed through this wonderful Christ. Hallelujah. So, we have seen that in Colossians 1, 26 and 27, it speaks of the mystery which has been hidden from angels, from generation. He says, but now it has been made manifest to his saints. The church is seeing this reality of this mystery. Whom God willed to make known. In other words, God desired that the church would know the riches, what are the riches the glory of this mystery among the nations which is Christ in you, a hope of glory. Now, this mystery is Christ himself who is now within us as our life today is now going to be our glory in the future, our hope in the future. So that means that at present, right now, this glory is our hope. We are hoping something better than today. And from these verses, we see that the completion of the divine revelation concerning Christ 
coming to be dispensed as Christ coming to dispense uh, to dispense God into us as a mystery and as a hope of glory. So this is the divine revelation concerning Christ. He's coming into each one that believes in him to dispense God into us who was one time a mystery but now is a reality. It's going to be our hope of glory. When you go uh, into such an awareness child of God, you begin to touch the life of God and you are supplied. So this is making scriptures alive. We trust God that even today, uh, I, I have got to stop here until another time whereby we shall uh, continue with our series. I want you to revise, to ponder, to listen, to go into your uh, Bible, to read those scriptures in this light where I've been explaining uh, from. And I pray that the God of all grace shall give you insight and you'll be enlightened. You'll see what God wants you to see. Hallelujah. This is Pastor Dennis Mato, Freedom Experience Ministry, Kampala, Uganda. And we are blessed to have you on board following us. God bless you. Get our application from Google Play Store, Freedom Experience app. You'll find his teachings. God bless you.